0: Content warnings can be found in the episode description. I've got you! <sharp inhale> oh, my leg! Oh, my leg! Ten Where's your leg?
1: Penlight!
2: Where's your penlight? Belt! Kitty, that was. One... It's. Duckweed. It was...
0: Duckweed, tangled around your leg. See? clumps of the stuff.
2: But it wasn't. I know. What?
0: I know it wasn't duckweed. I know what I saw.
1: I almost can't believe what happened. Let alone that we got audio. But we did. Today, we're going to go over the last few hours of the Jenny Greenteeth investigation and analyse just what we might have encountered.
0: In the final episode of this season, we aim to provide some closure for both us and you, our listeners. I'm Catherine Moore.
1: And I'm Aidan Summers.
0: Welcome to The Weird Side. Do you want to start by expanding on what happened?
1: Can do. (sighs) On the evening of our encounter, we came across one of the trap cameras that had been sabotaged.
0: There was no sign of anyone else in the area, despite my earlier theories that kids were playing pranks on us.
1: No. No easy explanations. So, when slightly later we heard someone, something, interfering with the camera closest to our base camp... I wasn't going to let whatever it was get away. I legged it over to the site with Kitty in hot pursuit, but I slipped on something and I fell into the river.
0: I was watching my own footing out of the clearing. Next thing, I look up and you were in the water.
1: It was as if the ground was slick with algae and mud. In a heartbeat, I was over the bank and in the river.
0: The bank wasn't muddy. I'm sure of it.
1: I don't remember it being like that when we set up the trap camp. I panicked when I hit the water. Everything came flooding back to me. I was completely powerless. It's not even like the river was deep or or fast flowing. I just couldn't get a foothold. I, I couldn't get out.
0: The water was freezing. Your response was likely a mix of shock from the cold and the panic from being in such a similar state to your first encounter. It took me literally hauling you up by the arms to get you moving.
1: Yeah. Well, until I was half out. When something grabbed my leg. Something cold and slimy. Its fingers dug into my ankle, pulling me back. It was trying to drag me under. And when I looked down into the water, I could see something. It was a dark shape. Long arms reaching out.
0: Neither of us got a good look at it. I can't corroborate Aidan's shadowy figure. But there did look to be a hand grabbing his leg, pulling him back in. And in the torchlight, it looked green.
1: It only stopped when Kitty took my penknife and started cutting.
0: It's not like it's the sharpest of knives, but it did the job. After one or two hits, it let go. I pulled Aidan back onto the bank, where we found...
1: Duckweed. And other river vegetation wrapped around my leg. Lots of the stuff. Thin, thread-like tendrils leading back to the river's surface.
0: There were no traces of blood on Aidan's leg. Or on the knife. Just duckweed. But whatever I cut, it felt like flesh.
1: And she certainly did not cut me.
0: So? What was it?
1: There's something else. The keen-eared amongst the listeners may have noticed that, yes, we did pick something else up on the recordings. And I can only give you my word that the audio from our entire investigation has not been altered or enhanced in any way.
0: Yes. There's a lot that we can't explain just yet. Exactly. (sighs) What am I even saying? A green hand.
1: So you really do think...
0: I'm not saying it wasn't. But... Whatever it was, it was strong. I could barely hold on to you.
1: I was being pulled into the water. Without you there, I would have gone under.
0: I know, but come on. Aidan, we were both as scared as I've ever seen us. It was dark. I know my nerves were frayed and... Are
1: you recanting your statement?
0: No. In that moment, I saw a hand grabbing your leg. And I'm not going to take that back. That's what I saw. In the moonlight... When I was tired and after you told me stories of dangerous beings in the water and my best friend was drowning right in front of me, if someone else gave me that statement, I wouldn't believe them.
1: But we both saw the same thing.
0: It's a good start, but there's a lot of other things to consider. Such as? If we didn't know each other, or if we didn't both have a vested interest in proving that the supernatural exists, then we'd be more credible. But we do. Exactly. That's enough for any sceptic to throw a whole thing out. Especially considering your past trauma associated with the area.
1: And? I'm not just talking to any sceptic. I'm talking to you. My sceptic.
0: I'm not a reliable expert here. And I'm hardly unbiased. But if you really want my opinion... Please. I saw you being pulled back into the water. People can get tangled and kept under by river vegetation. But... Had she pulled back into the water?
1: It definitely felt deliberate.
0: Before we jump to any conclusions, shall we listen to the other recordings? God, I'm cold. Let's head back.
1: No, we can't. Not yet. Let's go over the plan.
0: Again. Okay. For the record, I don't like this. Noted. This has no tangible... anything... Feelings aren't proof.
1: Then we can just hope something happens.
0: Hope isn't a plan. It's a recipe for disaster. Kitty. Okay. Sorry. What's the plan?
1: Step one. We get as close as we can to where Daniel and I were originally attacked. Step two. Step
0: two. I'm there with a camera, waiting to catch anything that shows its face. That wasn't... I'm improving on your plan. If something does happen, eyewitness statements won't be enough. We need to get something... And the trap cams have been next to useless so far.
1: The cams did get a picture of something. That was a flash we saw earlier.
0: But it's fried to hell and I don't know if we're going to be able to get anything off it.
1: It must have been working beforehand to have taken a picture. Before the supernatural sabotage.
0: Sabotage or not, I'm bringing it. Fair enough. And whatever it was, it didn't like cameras. So if it gets aggressive again, maybe we can scare it off with a flash.
1: Or make her angrier. For all we know, she could hate the idea of her image being
0: captured. We've already ruined her alleged plan by you escaping the river. Don't worry. I won't use it unless I have to. Hmm. So, step two. I'll be at the clearing with you, not taking pictures unless absolutely necessary. Step three.
1: I think I felt something when I tried to communicate with Jim. When I tried to communicate with her. A recognition. On my part, I had to face my fears and what happened and... On hers, I don't know.
0: Was your communication with her what caused what happened in the river?
1: I'm banking on it.
0: So, step three, communication.
1: I'm going to challenge her again and... I don't... We'll see what happens. I want to say goodbye properly. To Dan, I mean. I never let him go. Not really. I need to do this. Whatever it takes, I need to let that night go and move on from it. From the terror And then maybe she can too.
2: Here we are. The clearing.
0: Whatever was here over a decade ago has been completely reclaimed by the forest.
1: Not a bad thing. Uh, Watch it there. Nettles.
0: Oh, thanks.
1: All right. So, Nettles aside, I think we have as good a spot as we can find here.
0: Nettles aside.
1: You're right. This place isn't like I remember it at all. Uh, no wonder I walked past it the first time. It was only luck that Kitty's flashlight caught a series of carvings in the tree that I recognised. C you know, and O in a heart.
0: I wonder what their story was.
1: Hopefully, a kinder one than. Uh... Anyway, the old clearing's maybe ten, fifteen feet wide. Uh, stumps have rushed away. The river looks closer than before. Uh, there used to be. Of a bank on the edge, it was almost sandy, and that's what made it such a popular swimming spot. Now it just drops off into the swirling dark.
0: There could be a reason it was left to be world. I mean, a child died here. Although we haven't found reports of any recent incidents on this stretch of the river.
1: No deaths, not since then. So.
0: I'm going to go get myself set up to wait while you do your, your thing.
1: Thanks for um for not being me about it. I mean. Yeah.
0: Hey, if this helps, it helps.
1: Thanks. Okay, uh, let's figure out how to do this. Did that seem a little off to you?
0: The owl? Not particularly. We're probably overanalyzing everything right now.
1: Uh, Let's go with that. Right. Okay. Just be close in case I fall in. Not that I'm planning to.
0: I'm glad to hear that. And of course, I'm right here.
2: To the before I go, then? Hi, Dan. I... I'm sorry for taking so long to come back. For this. For everything. I'm sorry I didn't save you. I, I'm sorry I couldn't save you. Hopefully, wherever you are now, you've found peace and safety and love. And you understand I have to do this. For you and for me. So? Jenny Tooth. Spirit of these waters. Daniel was my friend, and now he's gone. I never saw him grow up. We never got to tell stories together. I never said goodbye. You took all that from me. I am here to take my life back. Back from you, and the moment you dragged him away, I'm not running anymore. I am standing my ground. I am facing you here and now. I am facing the fear in my heart that you placed there and I am denying it. For Daniel, for me, I'm moving on. I'm done with you. Whatever you are, whoever you are, we're done. And with this token, This sacrifice, I sever whatever ties bind us. Goodbye, Dan. I'll miss you. (sighs) Nothing. After all that, nothing. Damn
0: it. Aiden. Yeah? Step back from the bank, please.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. you of course.
2: What's wrong?
0: I... It's nothing. Are you OK?
2: I'll live. I, am. Um, I'm not going to lie, I was hoping for something more to come from that. A, a final confrontation, conversation. A goodbye from Dan, a sod off from Jenny, something.
0: And the locket, why did you let it go?
2: It felt like the right thing to do in the moment. I have other pictures of us and more. I feel like I might be able to think about my childhood without something looming over it now. And you know what?
1: I do feel a little lighter. Then it worked. What?
0: You got your closure.
1: Yeah. Uh, I guess you're right.
0: Did you see where the locket went after you dropped it?
1: Uh, No, I couldn't see. Tears and all that.
0: I'm not saying I saw something. But if I had a flighty imagination, which I don't, I would have sworn it floated out into the centre of the river and then... went. Went? Vanished. Vanished. Probably sucked to the bottom of the river by the current. Perhaps the chain got caught on something or a pike saw the silver in the moonlight and took it.
1: It was taken. Well, I I guess that's very good or very bad, depending on what took it.
0: Bad for the fish you ate, (laughs) it.
1: Thank you uh, for being here and for helping me through this.
0: There you have it. The evidence from our Jenny Greenteeth investigation.
1: It was certainly something. I uh
0: How are you feeling after re-listening to it?
1: I'm not gonna lie. I was a wreck when we got back to the B and B. I called my parents and even Dan's parents the next day and talked through some things with them. I don't think his parents will ever fully forgive me but the conversation did offer some closure.
0: Closure's good.
1: I don't think they blame me. And I don't anymore either. I I can't. I I know what I saw, what I experienced. All that said, it still leaves us with the burden of explaining our findings and experiences during the night.
0: Yes, the evidence we recovered from that night was frustratingly circumstantial and unprovable at best. Two out of the three cameras were fried and I haven't heard back from Zara yet if they're salvageable.
1: What matters is we both saw the same thing. We also heard things in the water, and we try to leave the audio as intact as we can for you to make up your own mind about what's on those recordings. On that note, last episode we talked briefly about Bellasama, the Celtic water goddess. Well, listen to this.
2: Ginny Green Tea, Wicked Jenny, Spirit of the River, Lurker in the Water, Drowner in the Deep. You will heed my call. Last chance, or are you too weak to hurt me now?
0: As usual, a question for anyone listening. Were you trying to listen out for words, because Aidan hinted that they were there?
1: I think that's Bellisama. And I think you can hear it too.
0: It's not clear, but there might be some distortion that vaguely sounds like Belisama. Yes.
1: Then what could that mean?
0: It could be any number of things, from wildlife to infrasound or wind. It doesn't mean some forgotten water spirit was whispering her name over and over.
1: For me, it throws all our EVPs from previous investigations into a new light.
0: Okay, I'll give you that this EVP is clearer than the others. That's something. But, but it doesn't change my opinion on our past EVPs. I'm still not convinced.
1: Right. Now, going back to Bellasama, as we discussed before, perhaps an acknowledgement of something in the water was enough to put a stop to what was happening that night
0: we have even less proof of that than her existence.
1: Okay, it's a stretch. I have a theory. Admittedly, completely unprovable, that whatever was there, or whatever spirits were around, were placated when I gave my locket to the river. At least, temporarily placated.
0: Uh-huh. Go on.
1: The ritual deposition, well, me throwing the locket into the water, may have been enough to spark a little of the old Bella Salma in Jenny Greenteeth. Although, perhaps I just perceived the lessening of tension and the emotional lightning as supernatural when in fact it was purely psychological.
0: Thinking logically, that's a distinct possibility.
1: I have a feeling my therapist would agree. But I know it was more than that. What do you think of our encounters?
0: Well, there was certainly more evidence than for the Red King and the Colt Pixie. No confounding human factors to take into account, like with the cult... For the first time since we started this, I... I don't know what to think.
1: So you might be starting to believe in the supernatural?
0: I don't believe. No. Belief, for me, it can't factor in. I'm never going to be comfortable taking things on pure faith alone. I either know, or I don't know. But... But I can't just sit behind a desk debunking theories anymore. (laughs) Glad to hear it. And when we were out there... That's the closest we've ever gotten to an answer. Whatever we experienced that night, it, it wasn't explainable through normal, rational thinking. Aidan, we saw something. Whatever was around your leg, if it was duckweed, how did it pull you back so strongly? How did I not cut you with a knife?
1: I don't know.
0: I don't know either. And I need to know more. <sighs> Despite all of this... I don't think that we should go back to get a second opinion. There's something very dangerous in that river. We won't get so lucky next time.
1: I know something's out there. You, our listeners, you can make up your own minds as to what happened that night, and then our previous investigations. But consider this. If there's truth behind the mythogenic green teeth, then what else could be real?
0: That's the question. But before anyone gets too inspired, this was really dangerous. Don't go out and conduct similar investigations. Please be sensible and avoid putting yourselves in danger.
1: Agreed. The only reason I'm still here is due to a ridiculous amount of luck and having solid backup in Kitty. Honestly, I'm not sure even that explains how we got away unscathed. If you do ever find yourself in a similar situation, please just run. Don't try and get evidence, don't try and square off with whatever it is, just get out of there. We ended this season's investigations on a pretty... intense note.
0: That's one way of putting it. Fieldwork does offer some unique logistical challenges. (laughs)
2: Unique logistical challenges? Is that what you're calling it?
0: We could have been better prepared. I'm not
1: too sure about that. How could we have predicted even half of what happened? Though, I'll give you, we did walk right back to Jenny.
0: You certainly had a rough time of it.
1: We've both been through a lot.
0: And you don't miss what we used to do? The most dangerous encounter, a late return's notice.
1: Oh, and an angry librarian. Do you? uh
0: Hmm. So... So? So what next? What do we do with the weird side? What happens to all of this? To us?
1: Well, you said it yourself. You want to know more.
0: But do you? After everything that's happened?
1: Hmm. I do. I... I really do. Whatever's in the river is dangerous. Frankly, everything we've been doing over the last few months has been pretty foolhardy. Everything we've encountered has been dangerous. But with that in mind, if we can figure out which folk tales, which legends are true... Or not. Or not. Then we can find out which ones to avoid. And if we can work that out, don't we have a duty to spread that knowledge?
0: Even if it means getting ourselves in more trouble? Yes.
1: We're on this road now, and... I think we should keep going, whether we're afraid or not.
0: A little bit of fear isn't a bad thing.
1: (laughs) Then it looks like the weird side is now a proper ghost-slash-monster-slash-folktale-hunting extravaganza. Oh, does that mean we get the jet set around the world?
0: You wish. Our budget doesn't stretch to jet setting. Not after the season we've had. Mm. In any case, we're better placed to investigate locally. I'm sure there are people all over the world doing what we're doing.
2: Maybe we can link up with them and compare notes.
0: Maybe. One thing's for sure. Whatever the truth is, whatever's out there, it can't be forgotten, ignored, or covered up any longer. Right. Oh? I've got a few potential leads all around Devon this time. Leads? Wait, have you been doing... Research. Research. Yes, lots. Have I slept in the past 72 hours? Not exactly. If we're doing this, we're doing this properly.
1: (laughs) Excellent. Uh, little worried on the sleep front, but I'm here for the research. What have you found? Dartmoor. The whole park? Isn't that a little close to the New Forest stuff?
0: Uh, There are differences enough, and the place is so packed with folklore, hauntings, and legends that we can have our pick. First up... Wismans Woods, home of hellhounds, witches, the ghosts of the damned, and even some devil sightings.
1: That is a big one.
0: I wanted to maximise our chances of collecting viable evidence.
1: We'll have to prep a lot. There could be anything there.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Next, we have Berry Pomeroy Castle. Slightly more focused, it's got several ghost events. We'll have at least two episodes full just summarising the different theories if we're not careful.
1: Excellent. That's ghost sorted then. My turn.
0: I'm glad to see I'm not the only one who's excited about this.
1: We could head to the inspiration of the Hound of the Baskervilles.
0: The utterly fictional detective story that was proven to be false even in its own narrative.
1: But the Hound of Houndtorn might not be. And there's an abandoned medieval village nearby.
0: You want us to go after a black dog with their reputation?
1: This one doesn't seem to be a direct harbinger of death, but it is linked to the wild hunt and a pact with the underworld. Oh. Mmm. Okay, just, just a thought, but if we're down in the southwest, can we go to Tintagel?
0: Is that the castle with the cool bridge?
1: Really, Kitty? The birthplace of King Arthur, and you focus on a cool bridge?
0: It's a really cool bridge.
1: We reach the end of this chapter. Where to from here? Why do stories such as these of fantastical beasts, mystery, murder, and the supernatural still permeate our lives? How many other tales gather around warm campfires? Lurk in the shadows, just waiting to be discovered. Will you listen when they call?
0: Are they coded warnings, a comforting way of explaining the unexplainable? If so, with all the scientific knowledge gathered today, do we still need them? We think so. Science may explain how we are alive, but it can't tell us how to live.
1: That is the realm of stories. In The Weird Side Season 1, Aidan Summers was played by Finn Creswell. Catherine Moore by Alexandra M. Barrow. Lou by Robin B. Pelling, MSC. Mary Tallywell by Dee Thorne. Albert Lockton by Andrew Vandal, Brian by Eddie Chapman. Rowan by S.J. Monolith. Mark by Robin Dennis. Chris by Mark Vandell. Joseph by Marley Alford. Reporter 1 by Ian S.P. Bennett. Reporter 2 by Freya Walmansley Scared French Girl on the Radio by Sophie Leverage Zara by Kate Wilmot John Martin by Ian S.P. Bennett Police Officer by Simeon Joyce Dylan by Drew Pitcher Reese by Jack Rogers Additional sound effects by Zapsplat.com and Pixabay The Weird Side was written, directed and produced by Finn Creswell and Alexandra M. Barrow Sound editing by Finn Creswell. Dialogue editing by Finn Creswell and Alexandra M. Barrow.
0: The Weird Side will return. If you enjoyed the programme, please help support the podcast by giving us a follow on social media, at The Weird Side on Twitter and Instagram, by leaving a review on Spotify or wherever you're listening to this, and sharing it with anyone who might enjoy it. As a small production, this really helps us out. Thank you all for listening.